You know what I've been watching? <laughs> Tell me. <laughs> <laughs> I want that pause. Um, Carnival Row. Oh, on Netflix. No, uh, Amazon no, Prime. Oh. Yeah, it's one oh, of those ones. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They oh, advertised it? it so much. Yeah, like, I know. for, I don't know how long, for maybe like a month there, it was just every second ad. Carnival mm. Row. Carnival Row. Carnival Row. Who's, who's the main person? Orlando Bloomin' Onions. Yeah. I was just like, it's an elf, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> and Cara Delevingne and Anne. Oh, yeah. Never say her name properly because she doesn't deserve it. Oh, oh. Wow. <laughs> I don't really know. I'm just, yeah. It's just one of those I mean, I don't quirks. like her, but I don't hate her either. <laughs> She's just there. Yeah, I don't hate her. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of casual hate, but not hate for you know actors. Like, you whenever I is? mention someone, you're like, ugh. And I'm like, do you hate them? You're like, nope. <laughs> it's like, what? <laughs> I, think, I think if I was going to be perfectly honest, it's more just show reactions as opposed to authentic <laughs> Fair enough. Um, Carnival Row, we're mm. watching. So we're five episodes in mm. out of eight. It's good. Yeah. It's 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 a cool new world sort of thing. Really interesting class structures and class struggles and things like that mm. across many different lines. Um, I don't I, look, know. <laughs> it's more one of those, this is kind of cool, dark and gritty. Yeah. It lo- but not in a... It's not okay. It's not as gritty as say like the boys, mm. but it's gritty. It's it's grittier than. Oh, where do I want to put it? It's like the Harry Potter version of um, Pan's Labyrinth. Okay. So it's a bit of a weird mish, but it's <laughs> it's a weird mish. Weird mish. I'm going with mish. <laughs> it's a new word. Look it up. Because <laughs> it's because Pan's Labyrinth was quite dark. Was. Right. But Harry Potter is very, you know, child friendly and everyone's like, oh, we're going to be completely immersive and everyone's like happy. Going. So it sits somewhere in the middle of those two. All right. Dark themes, but not really gritty. Like for us, when we watch, we, you know, you talk about things like true crime or we watch things like The Boys where it's really graphic and like mm. in your face and really dark, controversial themes. It's not really that. It's just like a kind of interesting. Yeah, yeah. I think I know what what where it would land as far as yeah that sort of stuff. Um, yeah, I, you know, I might watch. All I'm saying is, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah. ah, no, it's we're, we're enjoying it. One, we're, we're enjoying it. We started yeah, it yeah. on Sunday. It's now Tuesday. And we're five episodes in. Yeah, that's pretty good. So, you know, one a night. Watchable. Yeah, I mean, it lets it's not as watched. bad as I thought it was going to be in terms of the way the ad was selling it. I was like, I don't know if yeah. I want to watch that. And I'm watching, I'm like, this isn't what I was, this is not what they were selling on the ad. Oh. You know, that sort of thing. So I was like. Speaking of things that are not like what they, what they were advertised. Kevin in the wood. Ah, I didn't see that coming. <laughs> Obviously. Obviously. This uh, week we're talking about cabin in the woods. In the woods. For the third week of the Rajanet. <laughs> this is what's the matter. I'm Lee. <laughs> I'm Clark. Welcome back. Welcome back. All so right. 
So I guess the first thing's out of the way are context. Spoilers alert. Oh, so many spoilers. So many spoilers. We're going to take a different route this week and going to go through the movie chronologically and see how that goes because usually we're just like... And then this happened and <laughs> then Welcome that. to the show. So in the end, there's this bit. <laughs> so it's we're kind of accurate, isn't it? It, it, it really like... is. We did last week with Scream. <laughs> it was well, like, let's talk about the end. Because <laughs> the end was good. <laughs> So, yeah, we'll go in chronological order. Now, this was the first time that you watched it? That's correct. So, that's a bit exciting. Let's let's start there. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All, go on. I'll, I'll, I'll start with, I had no idea what to expect, because I didn't look into it at all. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, that's totally reasonable. It was, I, I honestly thought it was going to be scarier than I, than it, Actually I told was. you last week. I was just you're like, oh, because it's scary. I'm like, well, well, yeah, okay. I was a little bit like, maybe yeah. I shouldn't be so scared, but mm. then I was, and then I was like, oh, I'm so scared. I said it was moody. <laughs> yes, it was. Mm. And by the end of it, I was like, I wasn't scared at all. Mm. Come on now. No, it's not scary. Well, I mean, but it's... I was very entertained. Yes, yes, it is a very entertaining yes, movie. Yes, um, when I saw Liam's Hemsworth come out, I was like, hang on. What's he doing here? So. <laughs> so let's go with that. <laughs> so, Liam's. Liam's. Yes, I'm I thinking Kim Peel. Kim Peel. Oh, that Liam Hemsworth? <laughs> um, Liam Hemsworth uh, did this movie and Red Dawn in 2000 and. I want to say 10, maybe? 10 or 11? Yeah. Before he became super famous, like straight off of the boat of oh, Australia, the from Australia boat, the to, your, to the US, he uh, he made Red Dawn and Cabin in the Woods. You know what? It's funny because when I looked at him come out in the in the first scene where he came out, I was like, he doesn't quite look Thorish. Well, not not so just mm. Thorish, but he doesn't he doesn't have that like Hollywood look to him. He looks yet. he, he looks, looks home and awayish. He, yeah, he yeah. Looked, he looked young and developing. Yeah. That's a weird so way to describe someone, but yeah. The, yeah the, well, I think it would have been worse if you described a woman like that. That's like, true. Ooh. Creepy either way. It's creepy both ways. <laughs> yes, and it it helps that Chris Hemsworth doesn't look like developing. He's, he's a pretty true. strapping dude. He's pretty. He's so pretty, either pretty way, set. not creepy. Yeah. You're safe I'm this fine. time. <laughs> he's not going to be worried about me. No. <laughs> no. So they re- they made those movies. Back in 2011, I think. Then MGM, the company that made them, went under. Ah, and the movies weren't getting released. Yeah. Cabin in the Woods came out in 2012, I want to say. And mm. which is after he was officially Thor. So, yes. So, like, he recorded those movies. Then he, he went became, away, Thor, became Thor. And then... Uh, somebody else bought the rights to the movies and then they got released. So they and got then released people were like, later. They got released after Thor. Yeah. So people were like, what the fuck? <laughs> What's Thor doing this The fuck Thor? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Weird. So obviously directed by Drew Goddard and written by Joss Whedon and Drew Goddard. Joss. Drew Goddard. And, well, obviously, everyone knows who Joss Whedon is now. Mm. But Drew Goddard... Originally started in Buffy with Joss. I feel like I heard his name before. He is all over the map. So he started with Buffy. I think he started with Buffy. 
but he has had a hand in a lot of uh, major things. So, missed it. as a writer, he wrote for Buffy, Angel, Alias, Cloverfield, Lost, Cabin in the Woods, World War Z, The Martian, The Defenders, Bad Times at the El Royale, Daredevil, X-Force, The Sinister Six, and Robocopalypse. Holy crap. So he's, yeah, he's had a hand in a few things. Yeah, he's also he been a producer on The Good Place and the Cloverfield stuff and Alias again. So he's, a lot of the Buffy people actually went on to Better Pastures because of Buffy. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. Um, so the, the legend goes <laughs> <laughs> that Joss Whedon and Drew Goddard I don't know if it's Goddard or Goddard. I heard a lot of people being all fancy and being like, Drew Goddard. <laughs> I'm just going to call it Goddard. I think it's Goddard. Yeah. So apparently they locked themselves in a cabin over the weekend and wrote the script to this movie. Oh. Huh. Yeah. That's a cool story. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, me too. I don't think people need to do it all the time, but I think every now and well, then it Well, if it really produces well. stuff like this from two very talented people... That's you know. true, but I mean, I'm always for locking talented people in the same room together. That's always good. <laughs> I'm all for <laughs> kidnapping. <laughs> well, if this film's anything to go by, is it really kidnapping? <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> it's more like stage setting. <laughs> so, all right. So, Yay. Oh yeah, 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 definitely, definitely yay. yay. This is this is this is probably. I won't say it was one of my favorite films, but it was certainly a film which I enjoyed right from the start. Because you know what it was? It wasn't because they. You know how there's been most horror films you're trying to figure it out, mm. oh, and for us specifically, we try to figure out every film. But that's beside the point. Mm. I didn't try and figure this one out. I was just, just enjoying it. I was like, this is, yeah. I know what they're doing. I see both sides of this coin. Mm. I'm just going to enjoy how they do it. But were you still surprised at stuff? The, uh, um, yes and no. No, not really. Because there were parts of it where I was like, well, yeah, okay. Obviously, they're giving away this, the plots and stories and why they're doing and what they're doing as they go. And uh, you know, I thought this guy was going to die and then that guy was going to die. And well, no, but it was all pretty straightforward for me. Mm. Um, I kind of didn't pick the ending. I thought that the main character, what's her name? Um, Dana. Dana. I thought Dana was actually going to not die. Yeah. But it turns out that, like, that ends up happening, which causes her death anyway, incidentally. Yeah, but that's already when the sun has come up and the ritual is broken. That's my point. Is yeah. it like so? She we're talking about the end at the well, beginning. I did it again. <laughs> I did it again. Okay, all right, from all the right. beginning. Go back. Go back. Go from back. the beginning. My bad. So the first scene is uh, the two guys in the facility just talking about how one of the guys' partners is setting up baby gates and shit oh, yeah, on yeah. stuff like really casual. He's gonna get like, yeah, office he's... talk, mm-hmm. and obviously that's. Um, Fuck, let me bring that. I've got them here. I've got them here. Here it is. Bradley Whitford, who is Hadley, and Richard Jenkins, citizen. Citizen? Yes. Citizen? Citizen. What is it? Something Jenkins? Richard. Richard Jenkins. Dick Jenkins. Dick (laughs) Jenkins. Dick Jenk. Um, So, those two guys are amazing. They they are great. (laughs) They've got really good back and forth chemistry. I was about to say, like, they... I feel like they should have been in a lot more shows together or a lot more films together because they work really well with each other. Mm. Yeah. It's funny because 
depending on where you know them from is what people regard them as. Yeah, so I know Bradley Whitford mm. from West Wing. Yeah, so a lot of people know know him from West Wing. A lot of people know him as um, the dad in Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Oh, yeah. Uh, some people know him as uh, the evil guy in Billy Madison. Um, there's like, <laughs> he, he's had a lot of bit parts. Mm. The other guy, the main thing that I keep hearing is that it was like, oh, that's the dad in, um, in Step Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Yeah. yeah. Wait, wasn't he also in The Office? Was he? Was it The Office? No, I don't think no, so. No, it wasn't that. It was... Um, I could have sworn it was The Office. No, it wasn't The Office. What was that old, old film when they were in The Office Place? And it was about the guy who sets fire to The Office. Office Space? Office Space. That's not him. Isn't it? Nope. I don't know who you're talking about, though. Like, who you think it is. Huh. I'll find it. <laughs> I won't find it. No. <laughs> I'm not going to find what I want. So the other person that is in that beginning as well is is Amy Acker, who plays Lynn. She's the the female scientist from the chem department. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so Amy Acker is from Angel. She plays Fred on Angel. And she's in a lot of Hallmark movies as well. Hmm. She's very sweet <laughs> i've met her she's you've actually just, met her yeah she comes to conventions here she, she seems nice enough yeah she's very sweet she's very tiny so oh, as a small stature yeah hmm. so those are the three people that you're introduced with and it's all just so mundane business as usual yeah in their and there's just like everyone's just like Going carrying on business. with their day yep. you do get snippets at the beginning of like they're talking about Japan mm-hmm. and, you know, Japan never fails. And at the beginning, you're just like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> What's going on here? Yeah. The, that whole scene was designed to make people confused to think that they've gone into the same, mo- the wrong movie. <laughs> like, really? Yeah, Joss and Drew made it so that people would be like, what the fuck am I watching? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, hang on a second, where's this yeah. cabin? Yeah, and yeah, that's yeah. why it's like the cabin in the woods. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Like, that seems a bit intense right yeah. away. <laughs> yeah. I'm on board. Like just in case you forgot. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like we've we've provided you with all of this weird money. It's almost show. like Kevin <laughs> in the Woods means something other than yeah. what like this is what Kevin in the Woods means to a lot of people. Well the marketing was so weird for it. Like I, do you remember any marketing for it? I saw posters because I remember the um there was a poster at my bus stop when I used to go to work that was just the cabin and the Rubik's Cube boxes at the bottom. Oh well, yeah. And I'm like, that looks terrifying. <laughs> well, that's the okay, I'm not so, going to watch okay, that. So full, full disclosure, this is probably why I never, I never watched it because I didn't really see the marketing and I didn't really know anyone. Who they hardly to talk marketed it. Just, that, and, and just like, no... I, if I'd known what this film was kind of about, like I'd watched a trailer. But if you watched the a... trailer, I feel like if you knew what to expect, it yeah. would kind of ruin it. All right, so I have a small confession. Uh huh. In my random YouTubing over the last... You are Bradley Whifford. <laughs> is this what it is? I am not Bradley Whifford. Uh-huh. How, but thank you. I'll take uh-huh. that as a compliment. Uh-huh. Yeah, thank you. I may have seen them... I may have seen the scene where they push the button and... Oh, boo. Yeah. And so, but I didn't really have any context to it. So boo. I was just like, oh, this looks like a horror. That's why you weren't so... I was hoping that that's what you would say that was like a surprise. Because when I first saw that... 
jumping ahead again. We're jumping ahead. <laughs> but that was my confession. Yeah. I had to get it off my chest. <laughs> well, hey, one hiss. All right. Well, hey. right. What is? All right. So, uh, oh, they also mentioned as well that there was an issue in 1998 that the chem department fucked up. Mm. And there is, I don't know if this has been confirmed, but there is a word on the street mm-hmm. <laughs> that it might be. Have you seen the faculty? The movie yes. The faculty? Um, there's, uh, some people say that it's in reference to that, that the chem people fucked up. And that was part of the ritual for that year of the US. Interesting. Because you've got all of the characters yeah. in there. And it's a chem like a chemical thing. Interesting. Yeah. That's kinda cool. Yeah. I'm like it's probably not, but no, I thought but that no, was kind of cool. Fun time, fun time. <laughs> I'm with you. So next scene is the introduction of the kids. So it's Kurt, Jules, Dana, Holden and Marty. hmm I have never seen any of the other ones except for Marty and Kurt, obviously. I've seen Dana in something, but only in shows afterwards. I've never, I don't think I've seen her in anything. She was in, before it went, oh, gross, I'm not going to watch that. It was, you know, uh, She was in House of Cards in the first season or two. Oh, yes. She was like the governor's girlfriend or something, or like oh. one of the state political Yeah, peoples. that's sad. I wish I would have watched it before. Yeah, because she was good in that, but I, I can, like, as soon as I saw her, I was like, She's oh, that's pretty. her. She's very pretty. Yeah. She's very... I'm trying to think what else she'd be in. Very innocent looking. They yeah. chose quite well for she, that. Yeah, I agree. Couldn't agree more. Mm. She's all doe-like. <laughs> She's like a little deer. She does seem harmless, doesn't she? Mm. She's in The Happening. The Happening. <laughs> such a shit movie. It's such a shit movie, yeah. Yeah, it doesn't deserve many comments. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, she's in a bunch of random films I have no idea about. So anyway, Her. Her. <laughs> I liked her. I thought she was good. Yeah, no, she you was know. she was good in the context. You know of what? It. She was compelling. She was. She hmm. was quite. So she's uh, Kristen Connolly. Obviously, Chris Hemsworth is Kurt. Anna Hutchison is Jules. Fran Kranz. Fran Kranz <laughs> is Marty, and Jesse Williams is Holden. Fran Kranz. <laughs> Fran Kranz <laughs> is um. He. I'm just I've going seen him in Dollhouse, which is another Joss Whedon vehicle. With uh, Eliza Dushku as the main character, Dollhouse. but he was he was very um, stereotypically nerdy in it. Yeah, he was, wasn't he? I this is part no, of the no, no, in Dollhouse. Oh, yeah, in here he was just like he was very stoner. <laughs> yeah, it's like and this. they tried to like make him look not buff by putting a whole bunch of clothes on him, but he's really buff, and it looked fucking. He? he looked like hunchback the whole time because they put so much like shit on him. Yeah, really. Yeah, but he's really buff. Yeah, oh, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't look into that at all. No, I know because I've seen him in other stuff. Like, oh. I'm just like, why does he look hunchback? And then you, you, like near the end when they've kind of like stripped some clothes off of him. Yeah, it's just him running around. You can see that he's still got like three layers. On. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, oh, they've tried to make him look nerdy. Oh. So yeah, that's that's a bit weird. Mm. So those are the main kids. At the beginning, they're trying to establish that, even though later on they are fit into these stereotypes Mm -hmm. they actually don't fit those stereotypes to begin with like dana has had sex with her professor yeah she's like cheating no she was having an affair was it or just sleeping with they don't they don't say if he's married but they say that he's they call him like professor fuckwad or something because he breaks up with her over email that's right um so she's not she's not virginal jules is pre-med and she's not 
like the, she's pretty she's not, smart she's as not well. Ditzy, ditzy blonde. Yeah, yeah, and then like, but the first time you're introduced to her is her saying that she dyed her hair blonde. So you yep. you have the idea that she wasn't blonde before. Mm. Uh, Kurt's character is. You know, supposed to be football socio- jock, but is actually... No, no, he's a sociology major. Yeah, but they, they present him like a football jock. But they don't. Like, that's oh. that's the whole point. At the beginning, they're just kind of like, he's telling her, you should read this, you know, if you want yes. to impress your teacher and stuff. And then, um, like, later on, Holden says something along the lines like, he's... No, 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 Marty says he's on a scholarship he's on a sociology scholarship mm. so like he's not even on like a football scholarship or something like that no. he's literally a smart dude so he doesn't fit into the jock thing either which is why marty notices afterwards like what the fuck is wrong with them like they're not like this i've seen them drunk they're n- they're not like this and holden is supposedly the scholar but all you know is that he's just like you don't really get much out of mm. him at the beginning and marty who is the stoner or the Fool. The fool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So he kind of fits into it. Well, I mean, I think it's pretty clear about what they've set out to do then with it. They've gone, obviously, chosen characters that fit a certain mould that don't but fit the mould. But they don't really... Yeah, like, we'll, we'll get to it afterwards when certain things happen, but it's it's a very odd choice when they could have looked for people that actually fit because it's but not like they were is, a group that, of friends but, but or whatever. But isn't that the point? What? Are we talking from a directing point of view here? Are we talking from... No, like... no, as in the, the actual people that are running the facility and yeah. stuff. Yeah, to yeah, have yeah. picked that group in particular is a bit weird when they could have found people that actually Yeah, well, I guess the, the question is, the... like, it, the film wouldn't have legs if they found those... Mm, mm. Stereotypes. So it's, oh yeah, know, I know. Yeah. I'm just. It's just funny that. I mean, there's a lot of a lot of like dead ends <laughs> and yes. loopholes. And yes, 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 yes. What's it called? Trope. No, no. When um something doesn't make sense, plot holes. Oh, there's plot a lot hole. of plot holes. Oh yes. But it's just funny that some of them are more obvious than others. That you're just like, wait a second. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you get introduced to all of them, kind of to cement what their characters are like because then you can see them change mm-hmm. into what they're supposed to change mm-hmm. to. Then they meet Mordecai. So the next scene is them... Well, the, the next bit is like you finding out that something's going on because there's someone on top of the roof going and the yeah. rest is empty. <laughs> and you're like, wait a second! <laughs> What's going on there? Uh. And then it's them in the Rambler and Marty is talking about being off-grid. That's right. And he's, like, making, like, a thousand joints. Yes, yes. And he does mention that, because um, Jules asks him, is that your secret stash? And he goes, no, this is my secret secret stash, the one that my secret stash doesn't know about. <laughs> and that is important only on the second viewing, because that's why they couldn't, they they couldn't dose his stash. They dosed all his stash, yeah. but they didn't know about his secret secret stash. Yeah, you know. So I thought that was interesting too. I didn't really pick up on that. Um, but it makes sense because in retro- yeah, he okay. says something as well, pretty, uh, you know, foreshadowing. I guess uh, he says society needs to crumble. We're just too chicken shit to let it. At the end of that scene, and you're like, oh, oh. he said the thing. Oh, <laughs> don't don't push he society off the thing. edge. No. Um, so then you go to the facility 
and mm -hmm. they introduce the security guy. Like, it's funny because Marty and the security guy are supposed to be the audience, kind of. Like, they're, they're the voice of the audience during this whole movie. Of, like, Marty being like, what the fuck is going yeah, on? Yeah, yeah. And the security, security guy being like, like, whoa, like, you, you guys, guys are celebrating yeah. all of this shit. Yeah. So they're they're both, like, the other the, side, yeah, other side of the same coin. Side. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the scene with the harbinger <laughs> comes Mordecai. up with Mordecai. So that's pretty funny. <laughs> that, was, that was pretty good. <laughs> um, the interesting thing there, though, is that... So he's he's there on purpose to... Tell the children, the children, the children, the people that are the actually thirty things. that are playing twenties. Excuse me. Um, you know, to warn them, and the whole point is, if they ignore them, then that they've made a choice. Yes, because he wants it to be a free will, isn't it? Or no, that's the the, the point is kind of free will. Like they're being guided, but at the same time, they're making their own choices yes. to an extent. Because later on, they get like you know. Like they chuck pheromones at them. Oh yeah, like no, no, that free will shit. just gets manipulated yeah. to a whole degree. Yeah. But at that point, they still do have free will. They're outside of the the barrier and mm. everything. They have to choose to ignore the harbinger. So <laughs> that whole that, <laughs> that whole conversation is hilarious because <laughs> they're just like, like I would have run the other way if that if that was going on. If he was just like, yeah, they, this cabin has had many people there or whatever mm. and you know you're all gonna die and call someone a whore and i'm like we are going home yeah <laughs> like i don't know about well, you well i mean we I are get, going home. I, yeah i don't tend to buy into the 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 superstition things and the stories and stuff but to be fair like if someone's come out and said that cabin like that one the one you're going to the one you rented yeah don't go there yeah <laughs> but, but there's got to be something telling me why I would go there well, well mm. I just wouldn't well that's the other thing as well that from the beginning he, Kurt says that it's his cousin's cabin oh yeah <laughs> then at some point one of them goes like I don't even remember Kurt end, having a cousin at the end when uh, Dana and Marty are like about to die she's like you know I don't think Kurt even has a cousin. <laughs> and it reminds me of the Monty Pie, like, I didn't even have the salmon. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's great. <laughs> that's awesome. Okay, so, uh, next thing we see is the bird flying Into the screen. Schmack. And that's kind of cool, too. That That's a really cool... I mean, the bird looks kind of... CGI-ish, but when it smashes into the thing and the camera's still moving, you're like, yeah. Yes. Mm, well played. Yes, yes, that looks cute. Quiet. Yes, quite. When I saw that, I was like, oh, okay, I know what's going on here. Mm. Well, yeah, you get a better sense I of... Got, I put it together a bit more, and I was like, well, obviously everything's leading towards something. Obviously. <laughs> obviously. But I, until that moment, I was like, there's still a chance that they're not connected. Yeah, I mean, like, you don't know exactly what's going on, but you're like, oh, they're going to do it. Yeah. Um, there was so. also some really cool shots of the Rambler going through the trees that is very reminiscent of The Shining. Oh, yeah. You know, like yeah, the, yeah, yeah, the yeah. big, long... Yep, mm. the long drive. 
Next thing, they get to the cabin and they're looking around and shit. There's a really long scene of Dana looking around that has nothing to do with anything. Like, Doesn't she go in first looking in by herself? Yeah, she does, but it goes for like five minutes and yeah. she's just like looking around and you're expecting something. I don't know if it was tension building or something. I was hoping the wolf head would just like <laughs> punch his <laughs> yeah. teeth or something. Yeah. Just for shit. It's just a scare, but that didn't happen. Yeah, no, it's just a weird mm. like prolonged scene. Yeah. Anyway, next thing you see is Holden seeing the awful painting of, like, dismemberment. <laughs> yeah, like, was it? Were they monsters? No, they weren't monsters. They were... No, they were people. They people, were people, people just, like... Cutting up people and... I don't know if it was a person. I think it was, like, a... sacrifice? Like... I don't know. It looked like a whole bunch of, like, people and animals dismembering another animal. Yeah. But it was all, like, blood and guts and they were all really angry and stuff. Yeah, it was yeah, really... yeah. <laughs> have you seen Parks and Rec? Some of it. You know how they keep referring to, like, you know, tapestries that they have? Oh, yeah. And yeah. they're, like, super violent and, like... Oh, that's, and she's, yeah, that's right. she's always, like, so, putting her hand over the super violent stuff. Yeah, that's right. Stuff. She's trying to, like... Yeah. Don't look at it. Don't look at it. <laughs> yeah. Mm. And um, the whole, like... The whole, like, you know... The whole trial of conscience thing that he has of seeing her naked or not oh yeah, <laughs> yeah 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 that was funny that was yeah that's when i saw that i was like oh that one's just for the boys woody woody knee all that sort of stuff yeah <laughs> all the guys like do it all <laughs> the girls are like no not cool not yeah cool. no not cool just the fact that there's a one-way mirror like yeah i didn't actually uh, to, be, to be fair though i didn't actually understand the purpose of the one-way mirror in the context of... Because later on, they lock them in their rooms, mm. right? Why would you have a two-way mirror in the locked room? A one-way mirror. Sorry, a one-way mirror in the locked room. I don't think it was built for them as much as... I don't know. You know, like, I, I in, think, in the context it, of what they do to them. I think it them, belonged more to the Buckners. Oh, okay, the original. Yeah. But the... But, mm. Well, maybe it's um, gonna, well, it's one of maybe those it's things, one of those things is they wanted to find a quick way to develop some sexual tension between the two. I think it, it's partly that, and partly to kind of make you feel uneasy about the previous tenants of the house. Okay, like, yeah. I think it's well, a, I bit, of, with a that bit of the, with that and the um, the painting combined yeah. and all that sort of you know, yeah. Creepy, so the, painting, the creepiness sort of stuff. The whole like also they're trying to build up the you know they they yeah. actually find each other attractive yeah, yeah, yeah. and the whole like fucking who who has a one way mirror in their yeah. fucking house gross and you start seeing as well that Kurt is starting to become a little bit more jockish as well because he's just like oh you you don't want to watch us banging or something like that and Marty's like. Ew. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. What? What? No. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, they swap rooms, Holden and Dana swap rooms, and they have, like, an awkward flirtation, and then, actually, that's when Dana mentions that Jules is pre-med. Mm. So, you know, she's not a dumbass. <laughs> no, no, it's not stupid. Yeah. Yeah. Now, is that the bit when then after that they go down to the cellar and find the toys? Not yet. Not Yet. Oh, actually, because they start the they start taking money, the betting. Yes. Oh, yes. So the next scene is in the facility, facility and um, Lynn, the the chemistry, mm-hmm. the chem director or whatever her like whatever her title is, she's saying that the way that they've affected Jules's cognition is through her hair, oh, hair dye. dye. Yep. yep, that's right. 
And that's when the harbinger calls them. <laughs> oh, yeah. You put me on speakerphone? Oh, you're off now. Oh, man. Oh, Morty, we did it again. Yeah. <laughs> it's... That's it's exactly the sort of prank I expected them to play. <laughs> that's such a Joss Whedon thing. Like, that's such a... That's <laughs> 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 true. Um, something interesting as well, though, is that... So, they're laughing at Mordecai. So, Mordecai's explaining that the kids ignored him, obviously. Mm. Obviously. I keep saying it like David Tennant in Good Omens. I don't know. That's if... on you. Yeah, I know. But, like, I, I keep picturing his... Do you know what I'm talking about? Yes. Yeah, when obviously. he's just like... Yeah, it's just so just bitchy. Because hold, hold, yeah, he's, like, he's making fun of Aziraphale when he's doing it. And he's like, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like a rat. It's amazing. Anyway. <laughs> How did they get a show in there, everyone? Come on, get the what? tennis machine out of here. No. Jeez. <laughs> oh, Never. Jeez. <laughs> you have to pry them from a cold, put, dead head. Put the foe back in there. Huh? Put the foe back in there. Foe? Duffo. Oh, really? he was never in there. <laughs> You're the one that keeps bringing him up. Mm. <laughs> Harkening back to our old Sheen ass <laughs> Sheen ass Defoe Donkey No Donkey Dong Defoe Jeez and David Tennant Oh god <laughs> I'm gonna make stickers Yeah I'm sure you are <laughs> Yeah you are Yep uh, anyway. You know what We'll open up a Patreon And they can be our Like free gifts for Patreons Just Free stickers <laughs> Free stickers what? This one's not even 10 inches. <laughs> oh, oh, donkey. Do- oh. oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> whose ass is that? <laughs> Wouldn't it be more like, whose ass is that? <laughs> or it would be even funnier if people, oh, it's Michael Sheen's <laughs> It's like straight oh, away. Like, yep. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I finished watching Monsters of Sex recently. I don't know if I told you that I stopped watching it because I hated everyone on it. No, you said you, you, you were finding it... <clears throat> Both riveting and repulsive in moments. Not repulsive, just the character. There was so much sex in it, and the characters were just very horrible people. Right. And um, but I wanted to watch it because Rob Benedict was supposedly on it, and then I finally got to his oh, episodes, yeah, yeah, and then yeah. I got stuck in again, and then I watched like the whole last like season mm. and a half, and it got cancelled. So it ended on a cliffhanger. Well, not cliffhanger, but it ended on a. On a raised eyebrow. (laughs) Raised eyebrow? (laughs) Yeah. And I was just like, for fuck's sake! (laughs) Bloody hell. I regret nothing. Anyway. Good segue. (laughs) Cabin in the woods. So the Harbinger calls... Oh, yeah. The whole thing how... So he's telling them that the kids ignored his Mm -hmm. warning. But they're ignoring his warning as well because yes. he keeps going and he keeps saying, like, shit is going to go down. You have to be careful. And they're like, <laughs> <laughs> so it's just a very, like, it's, double, it's double-sided it's kind of yeah, warning yeah. thing, which I yeah, like. Yeah, that was, was good. Mm. So, next scene is at the lake. Oh, yeah. Goofing about. Throwing them in. Yep. Having a bit of fun yep. in the water. Yep. Um, that's really good. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's just, that's just a plot device. That's all that was setting it up for later. Well, it's not really. It's just. Well, they just set it up as a, as a potential scene later on. Oh, that the jetty exists and yeah. stuff. I guess. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, the only I thing I can see from it. Yeah. 
And if the merman had attacked, I guess that's where yeah. he would attack. <laughs> wait, wait, bring it back. We're not talking about merman yet. Okay. What? Merman? So then it was the bedding? Then it was the bedding? I think so. Yes. So then it's the same taking bedding bets. and then the drinking. No. No, not yet. So it's just taking bets and uh, Lynn explaining to the security guard that they must seem really heartless, but it's the only way that they can blow steam is to bet. To, to do it, yeah. And you've got Tom Lenk, who is the, the intern. Oh, he was funny. <laughs> yeah. I enjoyed him. So Tom Lank uh, is another one of Joss Whedon's uh, peeps. Mm-hmm. He's from Buffy as well. Tom Lank, follow him on Instagram because he is hilarious. Oh, yeah? He recreates um, like award show dresses, but with like <laughs> shit around his house. <laughs> it's like, who wore it better? <laughs> <laughs> and some are just crazy like he's crazy talented it's hilarious and then sometimes the people that he's like parodying are just like all right you got me this <laughs> is pretty funny that's good yeah tom link is a champ all and right. he's and he's really funny in this like mm. every scene that he's in even though he's a background character he just steals the show yep. every time yep so um yeah he decides to bet on the Zombies? Zombies? Yeah. No, he's, he bets on oh, no, no, no. zombie like, torture family. Didn't he, get, didn't he get them first? He's like, but I don't want to have to share the pool. No, no, no. He says, uh, actually, he doesn't even say. He says, I want these. And, and like, the um, Bradley Whitford character is just like, well, you're going to have to share with maintenance. You're going to have to go half with maintenance. Like, but they choose the same <laughs> ones every yeah. year. And he's just like, who would you choose? Uh, all I really want is for this conversation to end. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. So, um and it's, I think this is the scene as well where you see the board with all of the monsters that people are betting on. Not yet. No, it is. Is it? Yeah. I didn't think that was yet. Isn't it? Because I thought that board came up when they decided. Oh, maybe. Like, once they'd figured out. Yeah, maybe. Like, at the moment, it was just everyone taking money. All right, just bets are all in. Just maybe taking bets. Yeah, yeah, yeah maybe yeah. that's it. And then they go into <clears> the basement. <throat> So, hold on, hold on. <laughs> and then they go to the <laughs> Um So, yeah, people that are... Uh, so, they do explain a couple of things as well, um, mm-hmm. because the security guy is like, you know, how can you say that this is free will if you're controlling yeah. everything? Yeah. And, um, and yeah, they, they ex- explain the whole they have to choose to ignore stuff. Like, we can only take them so far before they actually do what they're supposed to do yeah so then the scene next scene is the kids having a party and jules is like dancing but don't they don't they go down and choose a hold on <laughs> not yet <laughs> oh because they're playing yeah they're playing so they're at the party and marty dares dana Jules. to make out Oh yeah, Jules, Jules to, kiss to, the... to make out with the wolf. He goes with the moose. <laughs> it's like moose. that's a wolf. That's a wolf. <laughs> no, he's like, how many, how many <laughs> mooses have you seen? Anyway, um, so she does this weird. That fucking... was a bit weird. Like I was a little bit like, is this going to be set up so the wolf head, like the whole time, <sighs> hey, like, the, the whole wolf time head, that you're thinking, the wolf head is going to just take a bite out of her yeah, face? Yeah, the first time I watched it, I remember being like. This is very uncomfortable on so many mm. levels. Like, on one, like, how is she, the... the I don't think me. I've ever licked anyone's teeth while making yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> like, part of me was like, I kind of want the wolf to do it, just because it would make it less uncomfortable. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, 
Because then it would be like a horror. Like, oh, shit, no one saw that. Like, yeah, everyone definitely saw that. We really wanted it to happen. Yeah. Because that's what the tension they were playing with. It just kept going. But also they were very much pushing the fact that she is the whore. <laughs> you know? That's right. She will become one she herself. Will, she will <laughs> outdo herself as the whore. So she makes out with the wolf, <laughs> which is crazy. And it's Kurt turning into even more of a dick. Like he's, when um, it's like, all right, Dana, truth or dare. And Kurt's like, oh, truth. And yeah. he's like trying to speak for her. She's like, what? what? And then as they're talking, the cellar door opens all of a sudden. <laughs> and then someone goes, the wind must have blown it. Yeah. And Mari's like, that what makes what kind of sense? <laughs> um, and she picks dare and they dare her to go down into the cellar. In the cellar. Finally, into the cellar. Now, finally, they go into the in cellar. The cellar. And it's a whole bunch of creepy shit. Yeah, there's some really <laughs> random creepy shit in there. There is, but you you kind of want to, like, attach every item to what monster they would summon. Well, like, yeah, but only in the second viewing, because I didn't know, really. I thought, because I didn't... I wasn't sure that the ending was going to be... Like, you know how I told you I spoiled But didn't you get it from... Have you seen Hellraiser? Oh, was that in reference to that? The the cube. the Well, it's in Hellraiser. It's a cube, but in... When this, Hellraiser it's a circle. It, yeah, it was more it's the like sphere. It's like a sphere, sorry, yeah. Yeah, well, once you pick that up, I'm, like, once they were touching things and going through things, I'm like, oh, whatever they do, whatever one does first, that's what it's going to be. Mm. Like, I kind of picked up on that, but I didn't really know what the connections to the different ones were. Mm. So the Hellraiser one I wasn't really sure about because, I mean, I haven't seen it. But, that's, but that's just it. Like, I remember when I first watched that see, that scene, I was just like, oh, that's what's happening. And then I'm like, oh, my God, what's that going to summon? What's that going to summon? Oh, and stuff. I see. Like, yeah, the wedding okay. dress. It's yeah. just like, that could be multiple things, like, you know, like, the weeping woman or, like... Just some crazy shit. Just crazy-ass shit. Um, <laughs> the conch. <laughs> the conch. <laughs> yeah. That was the merman. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, obviously the ballerina box with the weird ballerina with the, the face of the teeth, weird face teeth, teeth face, and teeth face. the eight millimeter thing as well. Like there's what was that one going to be? I don't know, but I mean, I what I have seen referred, like what has referred that to that is weird um, snuff films and stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, I don't know if that's what, what it would be, but I don't, I can't think of any other horror trope that would fit that. Hmm. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, there's like a whole bunch of shit down there and it, it's kind of like, I'm sure if someone has paused it and looked through and they would have found a whole bunch of stuff. Them, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the one that wins out is obviously Dana picking up the, the book, the book, the diary of Patience Buckner. And the husband's bulge. <laughs> <laughs> so disgusting. It was. For someone who says disgusting shit all of the time, that that phrase makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> husband bulge. <laughs> I think it's because there's a weird ownership thing going on there, like... Yicky. I just I just think bulge just gives across the wrong images. Bulge by itself I can deal with, but it's like husband's bulge that Husband, is yeah. icky. 
Like, Bo J- in the right time and the right person, it can be sexy. Husband's bulge, uh, not so much. Yeah, only because I think people associate husband with, like, the wrong type of husband. No, I think because the husband's bulge... Oh, man, we've said this way too many times. I'm just doing it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think because the actual phrase itself is, um... It just sounds icky. I don't like it. I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and she talks about all this, like, messed up shit as well. Mm. About um, them being all into torture and stuff. Yeah, no thanks. It's pretty gross. Pretty gross. And then she gets up to the bit where it's in Latin. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and she's and she's got to read it, and like Marty's just like, oh, don't, don't read don't, it, don't do, don't it. do and it. And then there's like a disembodied voice. It's like read it. He's like, what the fuck? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> nobody else, nobody else hears that except for him. <laughs> yeah, I love that so much. It's so good. <laughs> Um, Especially because it's not the only time it happens. She's like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. Who's there? But, like, I just love the instant, like, the read yeah, That's what right. What the fuck? <laughs> just reminds me of the Jerry. Loser. <laughs> uh, so once she reads out the Latin, the Buckners rise. <laughs> and then they go to the facility of, um, of the Who... Of who won the bet. <laughs> That's right. And then you yeah. see the board with all the different ones. Yeah. You're like, oh, why? Yeah. And that chick it. is just like, I chose zombies too. It's like, no. It's like, you chose zombies. This is zombie torture family or whatever. <laughs> That's right. Excuse me. <laughs> and, um, yeah, and they're all like celebrating and stuff. That's when they start drinking. Oh, there we go. Zombie redneck torture family. Mm, zombie redneck torture family. And then the, the, Lynn is talking to the security guy again and he's just like he says something like that this stuff that nightmares are made out of or something and she's like no no this is where nightmares come come from from. yeah so that that actually poses a whole bunch of questions as well because does that mean that in this world they created the folklore or did they create the folklore, like, did they create the creatures based on folklore? Um, <clears throat> you know, like, yeah, you, you well, never get that answered. I'm no, just saying, like, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's one of those it's things kind of, where you just kind of go... Ask the question again. Yeah, like, yeah. that'd be really interesting. I mean, I don't want to see a prequel or anything like that, but it would be interesting if, say, Joss or Drew ever spoke about... How this thing got yeah, set Yeah, how, yeah, yeah. How no, it happened um, yeah, to Yeah, of course. Human. Yeah, that would be interesting. Um... Oh, yeah, and she says to him, you'll get used to it. And he's like, should we get used to it? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. which is, yeah. Cause for concern. And then they focus on the Japanese monitor with the oh, ghosts. the girls and the schoolgirls. The ghosts and the children, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, that that also begs the question of, like, that each culture has their own Version rituals. Of their, yeah. Yeah, because obviously there's not going to be, like, the whore and stuff amongst all the little no, kids. No, no, or the stone or anything. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, obviously it's it's different everywhere else. And this is what I always think about in this movie is that... So, they have to do everything meticulously, right? Yeah. But it is, at the end of the day, just a ritual created, like... Created by people, just like any other religion. So... It's just, you got to wonder, 
that if they would have done it the wrong way anyway, if they still would have gone through, you know, like... Well, don't they make a reference to that, though, in the actual film as well, when they... I can't remember who it was, Marty saying, why don't they just... If it's all just sacrifice, why don't they just... Why isn't it just people Yeah, because they, they like the spectacle. Yeah. They want to see... Well, that's something else that... Um, okay, we'll like, get to that in a second, mm. but... Yeah, that the whole point is that they enjoy the spectacle of it. Mm. Uh, the, so the next scene is in the cabin and Jules and Kurt are like acting full you know quote whore and jock yeah drunk drunken full of pheromones and hormones not yet they're just being like she's being super slutty or whatever and he's been super jockish and like calling I don't know if he calls Holden a nerd or something like that and that's when Marty notices that they're being weird and he's just like, he's a sociology major on scholarship. That's right. <laughs> yeah, and um, yeah, yeah, yeah. and, and Dana's just like, nah, they're just drunk. And he's just like, I've, I've seen, seen them drunk. drunk. This yeah. Isn't it. yeah. Yeah. Um so then so then Kurt and Jules go into the forest mm-hmm. all horned up, but she still kind of has her wits about her to be like, I don't I don't want to have sex in the forest. Can't they they measure her temperatures or something like that? Yeah. She's like, oh, it's cold. Take me inside or something like that. Yeah. Well, I mean, she obviously doesn't want to fuck in a forest. (laughs) Like, who can begrudge her? Like, I don't want to fuck in a forest. I'm not saying that was what (laughs) she was set out to do, but it's just more like... Yeah, yeah, no. That's how they picked up on it. Yeah, she was just like... Yeah, she didn't want to... She didn't want to be out there. So they're cavorting. (laughs) (laughs) And the, all the facility dudes are watching, like, horn dogs. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Show's over, guys. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, your basic human needs disgust me. <laughs> um, Such a good line. And because she's, she's kind of not into it, they that's when they release the pheromone mists. That's right. And get her super then horned up. Like, yeah. Scary thought that that's all it takes. Well, there's a weird consent thing going on there as well like she's just like i mean there's consent issues anyway because they're like pushing them to do this stuff but the whole thing of like her saying no and then them releasing the mist and then she's just like oh okay it's like yeah a bit touchy but that's the point yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it's there it's coercion it's it's there to prove a point not to like do a guide guidebook or whatever um uh interesting scene of a dude pleasuring a chick for once, not the other way around, like in all other horror movies. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. So that's kind. Of, I mean, it lasts only like two seconds, but hey, it was there. <laughs> you it was there. Take what you can credit get. Credit where credit's due. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, then boobs. I literally. That's what I have. You read boobs. 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 <laughs> boobs. And everyone's just like, yeah. <laughs> boobs. And um, they explain to the security guy as well that. Because he's just like, do we really need to? It's just like, yeah, we got to give the audience what they want. And you're like, hmm? what? What, what, what are you referring to? Hang on a second. And then we get the first knife in the hand to Jules. I literally, this is this is what I've written. Hand knife Jules. Shoulder knife Kurt. Bear trap Kurt. Bear trap Jules. Decap Jules. Rusty soul. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of how it went. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yep. I, oh man, I'm not into gore, but the idea of a bear trap on a chain is kind of cool. <laughs> like, I mean, in a video game, if your character had a bear trap on a on a chain, you'd be kind of badass. Okay, see, so look, I, I, I liked it. 
Oh, I agree. It was a really novel sort of mm. thing to be carrying around. The My issue is that, make well, sense. not even the physics, <laughs> the mechanics. It's a mm. bad trap because if it if it was say like just a spike, like a circle with spikes on it, mm. that would be fine. But, but I mean, it depends but, what it is as well. Because if it's is a he train... like is he just like opening it and then throwing it kachunk because it gets because it catches them. It, yeah. It, so well, that's what I'm saying. Like, and if then he like, opens it up again. If it's got like a uh, a wire at the same, like obviously you can't see it in the end. This no, we're no, reading no, way no, too much into it. Yeah. But if there's a wire hooked into it, so that it re- it opens it up, and then he lets go of the wire with the chain, like he'd have to do it two handed though, not one handed. And I think he only does it. Yeah, he does it one handed. But I mean, that's the only way that I could see it. If it, if it was a two, I suppose that's the other like thing. A like a pulley kind of. Part of me was like, okay, I understand a zombie. But then zombies with weapons. But that's kind of cool too, because you is, never it, really see that well, that's, either. Yeah, like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like I was, I was, I was fine. I'm like, this is cool because it's different. I'm okay with this. But it just seemed a little bit, you know, not, not over the top, but just a bit like, oh well. I mean, okay, yeah, all right. So they've got a weapon. Oh, now they know how to operate weapons. Oh, oh all right. Yep. Okay. But if they're redneck torture family. Like, there's well, a lot of... I suppose when you say it like that, that makes a lot more sense. Putting it in context where I like to t- torture people. <laughs> well, like, I mean, there's a lot of movies that deal with zombies that... Like like in Shaun of the Dead, where it says that some of them hold slight semblance of what they used to be like. I suppose, uh, yeah. And so the, if they were a redneck yeah. torture family before they be- became zombies, mm. then they would have some sort of... What I will say about them is that I thought that the actual zombie makeup was good. It was a lot of uh, darkness. There was. Well, I mean, apart <laughs> yeah. it was like, because I watched it during the daytime, mm. and I was like, is this just my TV being really crap and I can't see anything? <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah. no, it's actually quite dark. I can't but really But I mean, patients looked properly petrified, like, That's like true. all icky. Yeah. Um, <coughs> so, so anyway, so we lose Jules, and then yes, they crack the first Jules. blood. Huh? Then, they, then once they lose Jules, they, they go back to the, the lab and they crack the first so the next scene is in the facility. Mm. Um, so after Jules is uh, killed, um, the Richard Jenkins character like says a prayer uh, for the blessed peace of your eternal slumber, and then um, Bradley Whitford pulls a lever and the blood fills up the the, whore. the image of the whore. The whore, man. Yeah. So the next scene is Marty reading, and he gets <laughs> he gets getting the whispers as well of That's like right. you should go. For <laughs> That's right. just like, what the oh, fuck? Yes. Shut up! <laughs> yeah, and he's just like, I'm going to go for a walk. <laughs> and then he goes out and uh, next scene is Holden and Dana making out and Marty walking by and saying he's got a husband's ball. <laughs> um, then Marty's outside whistling and he looks up and notices that there's no stars and he says, we are abandoned. Like, in, in a way, even though he's the stoner, he's still kind of aware of what's going on. Like, he's paranoid, but paranoid, you know. Yeah, but I, yeah, I think he's also way too switched on into his thinking as well. Yeah. So Well, I mean... And obviously he's not drugged like the other ones are. He's just stoned. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So he's still got some wits about it. Especially if he is a stoner, he'd, like... He'd be accustomed to it. Well, yeah, like, hmm. if... When you're a stoner, you you kind of your brain learns to work while stoned. Yes. <laughs> like there's some yeah, people yeah, yeah. that if they do it on occasion, they're just like gone to the world. Mm. 
But if you do it enough, there's a point that you reach where you're just kind of like, I can function like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, then patience is creeping up behind me and you're like, uh, <laughs> uh, 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 and then, um, but instead of her getting Marty, it's like, Kurt that comes out of the forest That's screaming right. and then she, he like clotheslines <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. and you're like whoa <laughs> I was like oh sweet <laughs> um, and then they go into the cabin and everyone's asking where Jules is and then the Buckner dude throws her head into the thing which is a pretty good head mind you like as far as makeup goes mm. so like special effects makeup that was a good head that was a good head yeah okay um then there's the whole, like, we have to stay together. And then he, um, Kurt gets missed and it's like, no, no, we should split up yeah. to cover more ground. And like, Marty's like, oh, what yeah. the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure he says different things, but all I can imagine him is going, like, what the fuck? Because it's true, though. That's exactly the response you'd <laughs> yeah. expect. So then they all go into separate rooms and they get locked into their rooms. Mm-hmm. Um, so Marty's freaking out and he breaks a vase and he finds a camera. And he says to himself that he's on a reality TV show. Mm. Um, so Marty gets a knife in the back and dragged away by Judah and he is killed off screen. Yes. <laughs> as soon as I saw him being dragged out, I'm like, he'll be back. Really? Yeah. I, I looked at that very much like a plot device. I was like, mm. there's a good chance he's dead. Like they're just going to kill off everyone and it's all going to chaos ball. It's going to be great. Mm. I never thought they'd ever killed Dana. Yeah. Um, but then when I saw Marty being dragged off, I was like, well, I didn't see his death, so I reckon he'll come <laughs> back to save the day. Because so, obviously they're building up to him be the suspicious one who's figured it all out. Yeah. So I kind of kind of picked out a bit. So when that happens, they pull a lever for the fool to be filled with blood. But there's a massive rumble when that happens. Because... Um, I'm guessing, I'm guessing they, they pull the lever on the fool, but the fool's not dead. So the, mm. the ancients are like, <laughs> like, hey, what is that? Hey, That's the other thing. So you're, you presume that it's blood that they're putting, they're filling each character with. But they can't be their blood. Well, no, that's what I initially, I was like, where the hell so did they get the blood from? What, what I yeah. was, what I was thinking it might be is that they actually got the blood of a, of a whore, a fool, jock, virgin, mm. and a scholar, mm. and all of this is literally just for show. That's why it doesn't matter that. Yeah, but then not... why would you have the grumble, the the rumbling then? Because if the blood because is they... from a fool, from previous fools. Because the show, because they're watching the spectacle and they know he's not dead. Okay. I thought they so were sleeping. So the ritual isn't. Well, no, they're like moving and shit, aren't they? The ancient ones. Yeah. I thought they were sleeping. The eternal slumber. I thought that just meant of them not rising up. Because they're asleep. I don't think they're asleep. Because then why would they form the spectacle? They have to be for watching. For their own entertainment. It's not for their own entertainment, though. It's for the ancients' entertainment. Maybe. The ancients demand I suppose suffering. I suppose, yeah, okay. So, yeah, that makes more sense. Like, the people at the facility aren't demanding that, that the virgin no, suffers. No, 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 that's yeah. fine. Yeah, no, I just went down a weird segment on that one. <laughs> As I am to do. So, let's see. Okay, so they, they've, they've cracked the fool's blood, and then the rumble, and then... And the next scene is Dana getting attacked through the window, 
and Holden breaks the one-way glass as she's attacked and pulls her through the window. Uh, Dane and Holden, Holden go down to the basement, not mm-hmm. the cellar, but the, the basement, basement. which is the... full of torture shit. Yep. And then um, the zombie falls down and it's great. Yeah, and then Holden gets a bear trap to the back. Uh, that was great. They're, they're getting so like, you know, one one of these things would kill a normal person. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're yeah. getting slapped around and yeah. they're like, I'm all right. <laughs> That's right. Bear trap to the head. I'm, I'm fine. <laughs> I'm fine. Just a scratch. Just a scratch. Monty Python. So then... And then Dana of, goes full like... Cray, but cray. that that makes so much sense though. Like I hate it in horror movies when she's just like timid in the corner sort of thing. No, like, no, I hate it when they finally get a chance to like attack the person that's attacking them, mm. and they're just like, eh. <laughs> like just a, oh, like yeah, a yeah. push, and then they run. You stab that motherfucker! Oh, yeah. Like in screen too. There's a bit where um, Sydney and her friend are caught in a car, and I think like this is gonna sound funny, but. Ghostface is driving, <laughs> and he like for some I, I can't remember how it happens, but he ends up driving, and they're screaming, and he crashes, and he like it, Ghostface passes out, and they have to get past him because like it's blocked on oh, Sydney's scream side. Too. This is scream too, yeah. Oh, you said scream. I was like, I, said I scream don't remember. Too. I, oh, <laughs> I did say scream too. Did you? Yeah. Yeah, I must have just heard scream and then go like, I don't remember. I don't that remember bit. that bit. <laughs> Yeah, well, there's a bit where she no, has no, to, like, no, climb, right. over, climb him. over him. Yeah, and so does the other one. And I'm like, if they're passed out, you punch them. You, like, you Tie beat them, them with you something. You strangle them. Like, they've the been causing off, you so much them. trouble. Yeah. yeah, well, that's that's how the friend gets killed because she goes out and then she's, like, down halfway down the street and then she tells her friend, I have to know who it is. I'm like, why didn't you do that when you were, like, on top of him, like, trying to get out of the fucking car? And then she goes and then he's not in the car anymore and then she looks back at her friend and he's like, whoop. She's like, oh, my God. And then uh, she dies. Anyway. <laughs> not scream. Not scream. No. <laughs> so, Dana keeps stabbing and, but it doesn't die, but she just keeps, like, just killed. Just keeps going. Yeah. I mean, yeah. She, it won't die because it's a zombie, but she just but keeps she- stabbing. And then, oh, this is something that I only noticed last night when I rewatched it. By the way, because I watched it last night. Um, The Bradley Whitford character presses a button and a zap happens and she drops the knife. Oh, you didn't notice that? I noticed that straight away. Oh, you're so... (laughs) Oh, uh, come on. Like, there's a whole bunch of shit I need to pick up on. I pick up on that one. I'm like, I got one. And you're like, oh. I got one. So special for you. Like, Annie Potts and Ghostbusters. (laughs) I got one. I got one. Um, I'm just joking. No, but I'd I'd never noticed that before. Like, I don't know what I... I think maybe I've looked away or something. But yeah, like, zap, and then she drops the the knife. And you're like, oh, now she doesn't have a knife. They're like really, well, really you just pushing. pick it up again. Yeah, right. Well, like they're under the influence Zap- of something. Ah, Zap- ah, yeah, what the fuck, fuck is not. zapping me? <laughs> um, so Holden, Dana, and Kurt run into the Rambler. They, I can't remember how they meet Kurt. Like he's just there. They come and, there, tell him to go down to the cellar. Yeah, I know. But then they like escape, and then they bump into him, I guess. Um, and then they run into the Rambler. Yeah. And there's a handprint on the side of the Rambler. So you're like, oh. oh, oh. Um, next scene is in Japan where the little girls have forced the ghost into a happy frog. <laughs> yeah, I don't understand how they did that, but yeah, okay. I like, guess. they're chanting and stuff, so they must know a ritual to get the ghost yeah, into Yeah, I figured there was some sort yeah. of thing I was just missing out <laughs> you on. You have the like, amazing scene of uh, Richard Jenkins being like, fuck you, fuck you, fuck <laughs> that's you right, to that's the right. little girls. <laughs> that was so good. 
Um, and they're watching the Rambler head towards the tunnel. And they realise that the tunnel has not... Hasn't collapsed yet. Hasn't and then, like, it's a crazy emergency. Roger that! Yeah, there is, like... Room. There was a action sheen. Action sheen? Sheen. <laughs> scene. You can, scene. You can keep that I to yourself. Scene. Scene. Action sheen. I'm sure you did. Uh, uh, sheen on the brand. My goodness. Ax- action scene. Oh, it's because there's a shun. Action, action scene. Not because I have... I wasn't thinking about it. Anyway. 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 So, but... It's funny because I don't, somebody's talking at the same time that they realise that the tunnel is open. Hmm. I think it's Lynn that she says, if the ancients rise, and then she doesn't get to finish her sen- sentence because he's like, the tunnel hasn't collapsed. Yeah. And you're like, Whoop. look, because I think that's the first time they actually say the ancients or whatever. Yeah. And you're like, oh, shit, <clears throat> something's going on. So the tunnel blows and the kids are forced to go back. back. Yep. Um, there's a big speech from Kurt as he mounts the bike to jump over the, the gorge. That's right. And no one asks where Marty is. They're just like, yeah, four no, jewels. It's like, what about Marty? Yeah, <laughs> you just assume he's dead. Marty's just not with you yeah. anymore. And Kurt tries to jump on the bike, jump over with the bike and hits the force field. And it's just this awful scene of <laughs> like, pretty bad, like him a just constantly just like hitting. Going yeah. Down. I mean, it was cool, but also, ooh. Yeah. Um, and Dana starts to freak out because she's like, Marty was right. They pull the lever for the jock blood to go down. Uh, Dana realizes they're doomed and she kind of starts freaking out. And Holden's just like, you can't freak out on me. And then Keep it gets, together. Keep it together. He gets a scythe through the neck. Mm-hmm. Uh, the rambler falls into the lake and Dana manages to escape. Uh, in the water from one of the zombies. Is that rain? Yeah, a little bit. Oh. Uh, and then they cross to the scene in the facility where they're celebrating. So they explain that the virgin's death is optional as long as she suffers as part of the ritual. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, Bradley Whitford is like, tequila is my lady. <laughs> as he's like, That's right. oh, I sometimes feel really sorry. But he's like, I really like this one. She was good. Yeah. Yeah. And they start partying. Meanwhile, Dana's fighting for her life With on zombie, the jetty. On the, on the screen, big screen and, out the back. Yeah. Yeah. And the bear trap nearly gets her a few times and she's all bloody and she's like, and it's a long time that she spends just surviving. Yeah. And everyone's just like partying and it's just such a... So it just started raining, and we're in our car, obviously. So that's the background so noise, in case you can find it. We're just going to talk louder. Loud noises. So they're in the facility, and it's one of those scenes where, like, if you've been in that kind of environment, you just recognize it instantly of a whole bunch of people not really liking each other, but being there because there's alcohol. Oh, yeah, <laughs> definitely. Being like, work drinks. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and there's the awkward exchange of someone someone trying to ask out a chick, and she's just, like, like not having just any walks of off. Of, yeah, yeah. That's right. That was great. And uh, Tom Lank is there again, and he's just like, I'm an intern, so I don't get overtime. <laughs> and everyone's just like, um, okay. Thanks, mate. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Yeah. And then the um, red phone rings. Yes, so uh, just before the phone call... Um, I can't remember if it's Richard Jenkins or Bradley Whitford who talks to maintenance. Uh, it's Richard Jenkins who talks to yeah. maintenance. Yeah. And they, maintenance, say it wasn't our fault. There was a power reroute from upstairs. And he's like, wait, what? 
And that's when the phone rings. Right. That's right. So, keep that in your head. <laughs> because this is head. not, this is something, like, do you know what I'm going to say? Go for it anyway. No, no, do you know what I'm going to say? <laughs> I'm piecing it together slowly. Okay. <laughs> um, anyway, so the phone call comes and they tell Bradley Whitford that someone else has survived and they're freaking out because they don't know who survived and that's when Marty comes up with uh, his amazing bong, coffee bong coffee thing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, whatever that was. And like stops the, the Buckner from uh, getting Dana. But then he, he gets up and they're like, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> and that's when you actually, you see a little bit that Marty's a bit buff there as well because they've obviously stripped him down a little bit and you're like, see, he's not a nerd. nerd. What are they doing? So then um, Marty drags, well not drags, but like runs with Run Dana to, to, the, to a grave and she's like, what the fuck? And they go underground and there's like a dismembered guy and he's like yeah i had to kill him with a trowel <laughs> oh, that's right. yeah and, um, and see this is where it's important because marty messes with he says that he messes with maintenance overrides so it wasn't that there was a power reroute from upstairs it's that marty was messing around with the maintenance overrides so he knew he didn't know anything he just found the the controls and, and just, started fucking around with them, yeah. which made the tunnel not explode because the maintenance. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. that that was like a correlation that I never picked up until mm. yesterday when I watched it. Um, so they go into the elevator and shit starts to get nuts. Oh, it, <laughs> like it, it, it went up a gear. I'll be honest. Yeah. Like okay, so they're gonna but go this down. But this is what I mean. Like, did you know that this was coming? Like. I think once I got to that bit and they went in, I was like, oh, okay, they're going to go down and find a whole bunch of random shit. Oh, but you said you've watched you watched. And that's the where bit. the spoiler yeah, came in. Yeah, so I was sure, like, oh, because sure. I've seen the bit when the elevator opens and all these monsters, but I didn't know what it was from or where. I just yeah. saw that scene yeah, and I saw yeah. a bunch of random people getting killed. And I was like, oh, yeah. this is strange. <laughs> I don't know why I keep watching it. But anyway, so then I was like, yeah. oh, okay. So the first time I watched this, I was just like, what the fuck? Yeah, okay. So... They start going through sliding cell through, by cell. and the first monster they see is a werewolf, and they're like, "What the fuck?" And then the second one is the mist ghost, which looks terrifying, yes. and it's like talking, but you can't work out what it's saying. Mm-hmm. And and I put because I watch the movies with subtitles on just so that I don't miss anything. That's what that's why I've picked up a few more things yeah, as well because sure, sure, sure. I've yeah. watched it with um, subtitles. But it just said unintelligible, like gasping or something. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, "All oh, oh, right, shit. fine." And then next one is Teeth Face Ballerina. <laughs> Literally, just like Teeth Face Ballerina. Teeth Ballerina, just gross. And the Hellraiser ripoff with the saw Discs bits. and the heads. Yeah. Yep. And um, that's when Dana realizes that they made them choose their own way of dying. Yeah. Um, and she was getting angry at him. He was just like, hmm. Yeah, he, like, I mean, he didn't really do much, but what he didn't do made it really cool to just watch him like study her it yeah was like, i was like what, what's going on there i'm picking up on some crazy vibes <laughs> like if someone looked at you like that at a at a pub you'd be like what the fuck especially if i was talking yeah. to them i'd be like excuse me yeah. respond please <laughs> and he's just giving you the weird sore face eye mm. um and then what after that was the so the next scene is in the facility and basically they're telling everyone you kill the fool it doesn't matter if you if you kill the the virgin just make sure that the fool dies yeah um 
and insecurity. They say they say that Marty was. That's when they're like, you know, why is he? He almost made us. Like he found the camera. Like how is it possible that he's surviving? He's supposed to be like a gibbering, gibbering mess by this mm. point. And they think that it's because he, his own stash, like, inoculized, inoculate, Inno- inoculated. Yeah. yeah. Inoculated. That's what they say anyway. But. But they just don't know. It's, they just he just didn't take the drug stash. Yeah. 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 So then they go back to the elevator and they're like hugging because they're like freaking out by that mm, point they don't yeah. know what's going on oh would. there's like i think after the bits when you see the first monsters they do like an outward yeah they like do a, a like zoom, a, out, they zoom out of all the cubes and you see all these and you can never pick up exactly how many there are like i, I this time around i saw the blob and i had never seen the shining sisters until like, yeah, like yesterday right. as well there I was just so it. many yeah. we, i did pause it the first time i remember but i just like you know, it was just so exciting. <laughs> yeah, there were so many. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was really good. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently that scene was a bitch to, to get right as well. Like, because the, obviously the cubes are, you know, CGI. Yeah. But to get the actual creatures inside and moving at the same time. Oh, yeah. Was apparently a huge. Yeah. Okay. That yeah. would have been a pain in the ass. But it looks amazing. Yeah. Like, no, what they did job. do. They did it, very good with that. Yeah, yeah, amazing. Yeah. So they're in the elevator and the elevator opens and there's a security guard. security guy that looks like Eli Roth, but it's not. Yeah, I thought I recognized him. But it's not. It's not. It's the random <laughs> but guy. But it looks like him. And um, and the zombie that Marty dismembered, the arm latches on and, and Marty, well yeah, Marty manages to, to like hit the guy's head on the side of the wall. Uh, good work, zombie arm. <laughs> I was going to say, like, really shitty security guard, but okay, why yeah. not? <laughs> Clutch moment, and drops the ball. Yeah. yeah. No, no, I'm saying, he like, Marty goes, good work, zombie arm. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then they're out, running through the facility. No, they just go out uh, into the lobby, like... Oh, no, that's the, right, because then the they elevator. have the voiceover. Yeah, so the voiceover of Sigourney Weaver, which instantly, she's so recognizable, oh, yeah. her voice. yeah. Um, and basically she's saying you shouldn't be here. There are consequences. The, the creatures that you saw are nothing to what came before. And, but meanwhile, they're just like, holy shit, we need to get out of here. And they, they like lock themselves into the control room Mm -hmm. where there's a big red button. (laughs) What do you do? Purges the system. Um, I was watching, uh, this was ages ago. I was watching the, the movie with, uh, director commentary and it was Joss Whedon and Mm -hmm. Drew Goddard. And even Joss is just like, because of course there's a big red button there. <laughs> like, you know, it, it's funny because I've heard a lot of people criticize that of yeah. just like, oh, that's so dumb. It's to like, a it's a button. fucking like satirical movie. Of course there's going to be a red button. it's easier to justify a big red button than it is to have like him operate complex machinery and computers to open it up. Well, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a satire. Like, yeah. you know, to, to have done... To have made it complicated would go against the whole making fun of movies for having big red buttons. Yes, yeah, yeah, yes. And it's there's this amazing scene of the elevators going ding, <laughs> and yeah, all, all of a sudden. That is such an amazing. Again, I'm not into gore, but that is an awesome scene. Like, because you're just looking. There's the tree, the raping yes, tree. Yes, I saw the tree. And appar- apparently, it Wait, was it a little room? more graphic originally, but they're like, you know what? 
let's turn that down. Oh, <laughs> so wow. all, all you see is it pick up the security guard and like pull him into the elevator. But apparently there was like aggressive spanking of some sort. <laughs> gee, okay. Yeah. yeah. They're like, it's a molesting tree, not a raping tree. Oh, gee. <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute. Hang on, like, Evil Dead, it was a raping tree. It was a raping tree. Anyway. But then all the craigs come out. It's great. Hmm? It, was, it was actually, I think that was what part of the reason why I watched it because I thought it was quite an interesting way to do it, have a bunch of different monsters all at once. Yeah, well, there's there's so many. Like this time around, I noticed a couple that I hadn't seen before, which was uh, the robot, the saw robot. Oh yeah, I saw that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah I hadn't seen that one before. Yeah, that was um, pretty fun. There was the the goblins that were like the flying ones. I think in the in the board it said like dismemberment goblins or Ooh. something like that. Um, and obviously zombies. Just generic snake, zombies, the giant snake, werewolf, the, flying bat creature, the dragon. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, just complete anarchy. And then, like, the second team of security guards come and they just find the zombies, like, eating and they're like, that's right. some guts fall to the ground. Mm-hmm. And then, ding! <laughs> and right. they're like, ah! Yeah. And then more, like, more jumping. Oh, <laughs> that stage, the whole chaos yeah. issues and the whole. System is, yeah. So uh, it's just a craziness, like the clown. Oh, and that, the, I didn't like that clown. Yeah, <laughs> and the the weird uh, purge people, and oh yeah, like the the, the, mask, the, the gross doll mask. Yeah, ones. Um, and then the gross like because then the next scene is in the in the control room of the facility where they're like monitoring everything and they're freaking out and you can see everything that's happening. Oh, in you the can rooms. see all the different other screens. And there's yeah. that people weird... were holding up a sign going help me. Well, that was Tom Lenk, the the intern. Oh, that was the intern. The yeah. Intern. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I man, I forgot to pause it, but he writes something and then he changes it and he writes something again. But I mm. I didn't read what he wrote. It must have been something funny because he's amazing. Well, we had to look into it. Yeah, <laughs> and um, oh, there's a fucking gross thing of there's like a guy being held down, and then someone spits in his face, and it's like acid. And oh like, yeah, I see that. That's like right. you know, his face dissolves, and there's like that one with the upside down face, and like the ballerina, the teeth face ballerina is just dancing. And it's just so much, but there's so much that it's not scary. Like there's yeah, just no, so becomes, much going on that you can't. It almost becomes a joke. But yes and no because there's it's still fucking like terrifying. It's still pretty terrifying. Like putting yourself in yeah. the situation of being there. You don't want to be there. You do not want to no. be there. But there's just so much going on that you don't have time to be scared. Like yeah. you, what just was that? just what as was it's that? what was that? Well, just yeah. as it's starting to ramp up, you you go to the next one and mm. and it starts again and mm. you just it's just so exhausting. <laughs> A little bit. Um, but it's really, really cool. Like all of that, like the unicorn. Oh yeah, stab. <laughs> Just, like stab. Stab. Um, so the dragon thingy breaks into the control room, and Dana and Marty are forced to run. There's a clown, another ding, and Patience by herself comes out. <laughs> like, oh, that's right, all by yeah. herself. And oh, the security, the the security guy who you're following at the beginning, he gets killed. Doesn't he explode? Does he? There's a grenade that goes off when oh, he's yeah, attacked yeah, by yeah. a goblin group or something. Yep, yep. Uh, he gets, like, cornered, and then I think someone throws something and he explodes. And then um, Hadley or um, Whitford gets killed by the merman. 
Yeah, that was a bit of a weird way to go too. That was pretty funny. <laughs> it was ironic. It's like, oh, you've got to be kidding yeah, he's me. like, oh, come on. <laughs> um, I like the design of the merman, but you can clearly see that it's someone's ass in a rubber suit. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. But I like that whole scene is still pretty funny. Like, mm. you know, I like that, especially because in when they when they're celebrating, when they think that it's all been done, um, everyone's just like, "Oh, you do such a great job." He's just like, "Yeah, but wouldn't it be cooler if she if they chose the merman?" Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, then Lynn gets taken by a giant tentacle <laughs> from above, and um, Richard Jenkins is running away, and he gets stabbed stabbed by Dana mm. and the last thing that uh, Richard Jenkins says is to kill Marty then they walk into this like sacred space kind of thing like cobblestone yeah yep. where Sigourney Weaver is the director and she presents she, herself she does and she explains what what's is. going on um, that they're punished for being young that uh, all the rituals involve young people and that it has to be at least five of them. In their specific ritual, the whore has to go first because she is corrupted. Yep. Then the athlete, scholar, and the fool. The last to live or die is the virgin. And she, and Dana's just like, I'm not a virgin. She's like, we work with what we have. Yeah. <laughs> um, otherwise, they rise. And she tries to convince Dana that she can either die with them or for them mm. Mm. oh no she's trying to convince M Marty because he has to die first he said um, she says to him you can die with them or for them to Marty because he's the one that has to die next um, and Dana points the gun at Marty and Marty doesn't tell her that the werewolf is behind her and the werewolf bites Dana Damn. Um, something funny, apparently, because um, Sigourney Weaver was only there for one day, and she was so excited that there was going to be a werewolf there, <laughs> that she kept asking, it's like, is the werewolf going to be there? <laughs> is it going to be there? Is it? Yeah, and she was so excited by that. Oh, that's, that's great. That's pretty funny. Um, so the werewolf bites Dana on the shoulder, there's a kerfuffle, and Sigourney... Did she shoot the werewolf, and the werewolf like jumps on... Yeah, the the werewolf fucks off somewhere. And then they shoot the werewolf and it runs away. Yeah, so Marty gets the gun and shoots the werewolf, but then Sigourney goes for Marty and then Patience comes in and axes Sigourney right in the, the head. back of the head. Yep, and then Marty pushes both of them off and they fall into the pit. Mm. The, gr the ground starts rumbling, um, and then, you know... You know you know, I don't think Kurt even had a cousin. <laughs> um, they share a joint, and Marty says it's time to give someone else a chance. Or I don't know. One of them says that it's... Yeah. yeah. They hold hands. The earth rumbles. Break The floor breaks apart, and a gigantic hand comes up, and then the credits roll. Mm. <sighs> we got there. Yes. Holy moly. Oh, it's such a good movie. I think what I liked about it is as, as complex and complicated as it was in terms of everything they did, it was a simple idea. And it was a simple, just put them in a box, press A to Z of whatever button you want, see what happens, and then, you know, what happens when they get out. It wasn't anything more complicated than that in terms of what they wanted to do with the film. 
And that's why I liked it because it gave them all that creative flexibility to just put it in on like the little interactions and all the little characters that they introduce. Mm. So that's what made it, it gave it the depth. Well, it, there's something interesting about how you're rooting for the kids, but you're also rooting for the facility people. Mm. Like, the villains, I guess, would be the ancient ones so that they don't rise. But really, at whatever scene you're thrust into, that's who you're rooting for. You're just like, you know, the, when the guy's running to make the tunnel, you're like, oh, shit, I hope he breaks the tunnel and stops the kids. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but then no, you're back true, in, the, yeah. in the Rambler and you're like, oh, shit, like, they're trapped. There's what are they going to do? Yeah. yeah, like, so there's this this really cool thing that they're, you know, you, you know you're being led to certain things, but it's okay because they've done enough character development for all these characters for yeah. you to want to root for them. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. usually in horror movies, like I think we were talking about in when we discussed Scream last week, is that in horror movies, the people are so generic because there's no... They're just... Like, they're... Actually, we talked about this, but it we never posted the, the episode. When we were talking about our next movie that we're going to do next week, Train to Busan... Oh, yeah! Um... When we first talked about it, something came up uh, that we were talking about um, zombie fodder. That there was characters that they don't develop enough that's that right. they become zombie yes, fodder. Yes, yes, yes. And that's something really common in a lot of horror movies because... They just want to have... Yeah, action. you just you just want which one's going to have the goriest death mm. or which one's going to get dismembered first or whatever. So they don't bother giving them personalities or names even, no, you know. Just, they're, they're just, or like yeah. in Galaxy Quest of like, that's right, yeah, guy. Yeah. Hey, guy. <laughs> yeah. But no, so, you're right. They, they, they don't do that in this film. It's just a lot more... Yeah, like you, you actually like the characters or if you don't like them, at least you know them. You know... Yes, you get you get a richer character profile for all the ones involved. Yeah, yeah. and you get it on both sides. Like, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. the weird thing about the facility people is that they're not evil. They're just like, normal people doing I their think, job. I think it was Drew who... Like, all of that came from him because he... His parents worked for a company that used to make nuclear weapons. Oh, wow. Or something. Or, or he had family or something that, that worked in that. And there was this weird detachment to the fact that it's just a job for them. Like, you know, they need to have money for their families. Therefore, they go day in, day out and do what they have to do. But they're not villains. No. It's just every day for them. Like, it's yeah. just in, like just as you go to work, just as, you know, anybody else goes to work. That's what they do, and that's and that's what they portrayed in the facility of people just being like, you know, having drinks, just you doing know, doing making bets and, people, and like hanging out, wrong and yeah, getting accounted for, and... which is which is why you do get to know them and get to like them. Like hmm. you wish that you know, uh, Bradley Whitford's character got to you know, you're happy that he got to see a merman, and you kind of like oh, oh bummed that that's the way, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it's just it's just a very cool movie that I mean there there are plot holes and you got to wonder that if they would have had more time to develop the story instead of just over a weekend what they would have had come up with. But you know what I'm not even worried about the plot holes. I mean, I think the plot it, holes it, they don't matter. They don't matter because yeah. I think because they've given every like because they give away both sides of it straight away. You don't think that it's not believable. Mm. Because you know it's not believable straight away. Yeah. And you know that it's all fake and it's all set up. So you don't have to worry about, oh, of course, they 
they did this and oh, that's how convenient is it that's that no 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 it's all manipulated they, they, they know what they want to do and how they do it they just wait for something to happen and they oh okay make her drop the knife or we'll increase the pheromone spray or mm. it's not convenient anymore it's calculated mm. and that's what makes it more believable the bit it's not believable is okay are these creatures actually real or yeah. are they you know just well, that's, you know, and that's that sort the of thing stuff. as well that how, do they, how do they keep the creatures my yeah. question is going to be how do they get the creatures back in the pen yeah. Because some of well, them would be basically th- impossible because you'd have to go out there and catch them. How were the elevators completely clean? Like when they ride the elevator back, you'd think that that's the elevator that the Buckners came through. And if that's the elevator that the Buckners came through, there's like five or six of them in the same thing. How is that mm-hmm. elevator so clean? Yeah. And like it's stuff that doesn't matter, but it's stuff that you think about when you're overanalyzing a movie. Which is what we do. <laughs> Which is what yeah. we do. Yeah, so there was a few things like that that you're just like, wait, what? Mm. Or or that whole, like, that messed me up as well of, you know, did they, did they make these creatures and set them off, off in the world and that's why people, like... Every year that they do the ritual, is that where folklore has come from? Is them doing the ritual and people then writing about it? The organization behind it. Yeah, or is it the other way around where these creatures exist and they catch them to work in 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 the rituals? And that, yeah, that'd be kind of cool. It's fun to to think about. Yeah. Mm. Do you have anything else to say? about I mean, look, I, I, cabin in the boots. I, to be honest with you, I think it was one of those films where I, I just kind of, as I said before, I went along for the ride and mm. it was, um, I mean, it was simply just that, a good ride. It wasn't anything, um, it wasn't anything difficult to watch. It wasn't, you know, pure, it was just a really interesting, well done story. Yes. Yeah. So, I, I think it's got a lot of rewatchability as well. Yes, and I think it yeah. caters to a lot of people. Like, obviously, you've got to be part of that humor and develop that sort of interest in that area. But I still think it had. But see, you're you're not a huge horror person, no. and you still quite enjoyed yeah. it. Like, yeah. I'm. I mean, it sounds like I have watched a lot of horror movies, but I'm not into not horror. Yeah, well, <laughs> like the other day, my brother said to me, he's just like, because I said to him, oh, you know, because I don't really like horror, and he's just like, but you seen so much <laughs> yeah. of it I'm like yeah but How that's not... but that's just part of my my own education into cinema that's not me actively going I love horror therefore I watch lots of horror it's just like well if I'm going to be discussing stuff I want to know yeah. what the basis like what the foundations of these movies are but um, but yeah I'm not a huge fan of horror but I fucking love this movie <laughs> it was a good movie though yeah it's, it's yeah. good that's why I was so excited when you hadn't seen them. I'm like, oh, oh my god. god, you're in for such a treat. <laughs> well, you weren't wrong. Yes, I was treated. You were treated. <laughs> I was treated. So, as I mentioned before, next week we are doing Train to Busan. Train to Busan. It is a Korean zombie movie, but it, it was great. It is. A it is great. Awesome movie. Um, I know that some people don't like watching movies with subtitles. Um, so, what we might do is the same thing we did with Kingdom and the same thing we did with this movie is yeah, yeah, yeah. go from start to finish. So okay. yeah. if you don't want to watch it, we will go, we will step you through the whole bit by bit. Thing. Because and, and um, it's worth it, yeah. Because it's worth it, because it's a really good movie. So maybe even after you listen to ours, you mm. might want to actually watch the movie. Because um, we did get a lot of people say that for Kingdom, 
that they listened to our <laughs> ramblings and were like, you know what, I'm going to watch that show. Yeah. Um, so join us on Instagram. It's what's the underscore matter. Beep. Do you have trivia? Sure do. Here's one for you. Mm-hmm. IKEA is an acronym which stands for Ingvar Kamprad Elmetard Arunod. I'm not saying that properly at all, which is the founder's name. It's the farm do where he grew up and his trivia. hometown. Do movie trivia. There wasn't any. What do you mean there wasn't any? <laughs> they didn't have any. <laughs> I didn't look hard enough. Did you just look that up now? No. Of course oh I looked it up God. now. Look up movie trivia. <laughs> We're a movie and TV rants. <laughs> but we can rant about other things. It's a movie and TV rant <laughs> podcast. We rant about candy. That wasn't a rant. That was a discussion. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> By the way, sorry for last week of so much candy talk. <laughs> it was the candy's fault. I think I, I think I dropped the ball in the editing there. I was just like, oh yeah, I was think I was reliving the candy talk. I was, I was just like, like, oh yeah, those shots were was good. good. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And then afterwards, um, as I was listening back to it to make sure, like, because I. So I put it up, mm. and then I listened to it again just to make sure that, you know, we haven't <laughs> left something bad in. Mm. Um, and then I was just like, wow, this just, like, ten minutes of candy talk. <laughs> so apologies. Mm. All right, I got some TV trivia for you. Uh-huh. The voice actor for SpongeBob and Plankton, the voice actors, have been married oh. for... Longer than the show's creation? Hmm. Yeah. Nice. There you go. That's a fact. <laughs> Thanks. I'm not bitter about this at all. Why are you bitter about I'm it? I'm not. I'm just the one who bitter. Do you know a Michael Sheen fact? I don't, but please <gasps> indulge me. Oh, no. No, I'm not Do gonna it. give you one. No, Boo. you said no. You said no. I'm doing it for the people. Everyone knows now that you don't want to hear a Michael Sheen fact. I don't because I've only heard thousands of them. You haven't. They I, might. When when do I talk about Michael Sheen? When? Besides on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, do you want the records? Because you've got them. Yeah, but that's part of the show. Oh, okay. <laughs> Hey, at least it's about movie and TV, not about Ikea. It's about a person. Who makes movies and TV <laughs> shows. It was less about the movies and TV shows and more about his butt. I'm not butt. fighting about this. We're, we're going. <laughs> this is it. I'm tired. We'll see you next time. Okay, bye. Good night. <laughs>